0: Greetings, everyone. Francis Fernando here. Hashtag, how much will I make? For those of you that know me, my mantra when it comes to investing in real estate to create a stream of income has always been hashtag, how much will I make, which means that I am focused, ultra focused on how much money that real estate transaction will generate. And here's why that is so near and dear to me. It's near and dear to me because you take your valuable time and you take your valuable resources, which in this case is money, hard earned money, and you invest this time and money into a real estate transaction. And if that real estate transaction is not going to deliver Positive results for you, positive, measurable results for you. Then, my question is, why do we do it? So, that is my mantra. Today, I am super excited to be doing an episode called Real Estate, the Four Cycles in Real Estate Investing. Again, the Four Cycles in Real Estate Investing. So, I'll start off by saying that in real estate, people always tend to have this phrase known as real estate market. What is the health of the market? Francis, is it a good market to get into real estate? Is it a good time to get into real estate, into the real estate market? What is the real estate market doing? The problem and the issue I have with the phrase real estate market is that the real estate market just represents a segment of the overall real estate market. So let me explain further. Quick example is there is a condo market there is a single family home market there is the institutional real estate market there is the real estate investment trust market there is the commercial real estate market there's the multifamily market there is the large apartment complex market so there's many different segments of real estate as it pertains to the word market One of those market segments could be doing extremely well, while the other market could be doing eh, mediocre. So in other words, the word real estate market is very segmented, and it's not really a good representation of the overall market as it pertains to an investor. Right, an investor wants to know what is the general health. If you think about the human body, right? Let's attribute it to the human body. The human body has an overall health. I could be overall healthy, and as a an individual that wants to measure my own health, because that is an important factor of my life. I am a yogi, and I look for the overall holistic. Wealth and health of my body, right? That's mindset, that's my physical body, and that's my uh, spiritual component. That's how I look at it. If I am whole in that sense, then even if I have issues with certain, you know, pieces, parts of my physical infrastructure, I have a foot that hurts or I have a knee pain. It is really not a representation of my holistic health, if that makes sense. So holistic health is very similar to a real estate cycle. A real estate, the real estate market, which is a segment, is a component of my body which may or may not be doing well. I hope that was able to sort of illustrate the difference between the real estate market versus the real estate cycle. So let's jump right into the real estate cycle because that's really what is important from a uh, real estate investor standpoint. So the real estate cycle is broken up into four components. And those four components are recovery, expansion, hyper supply, and recession. And I've created this little infographic for you and this infographic will go through the different components again, recovery, expansion, hypersupply, and recession. And at any given time in the real estate market, we are somewhere, or real estate cycle I should say, we are somewhere in one of these four cycles. Again, recovery, expansion, hypersupply, and recession. We are somewhere in between one of those four cycles. And so for a real estate investor, any one of those cycles has opportunities, but they each have a different strategy and a different way to approach it, a different way to negotiate. And we're gonna go through each one of those phases of the real estate cycle in a moment, one by one. So the first I would like to cover is recovery, right? The recovery of the market, right? The recovery is shortly after a recession, the market is on an uptick. And there are certain market conditions that are going to be representative representative of that market indicating there's an uptick. This is probably one of the two, there are two cycles that are really, really strong for real estate investors to pick up value-based properties recovery is one of those that the market is on the uptick the general public is not aware of this uptick but the real estate investor should be astute enough to know that there is a change in economic conditions and therefore their mind should be prepared their powder should be dry because this is a buying opportunity so here are some of the conditions of a recovery a recovery would indicate that there is low but increasing unemployment so unemployment is low but it is increasing there is lots of foreclosures on the market right so there are a lot of distressed properties that are going to be snapped up as the market starts strengthening. But at this point in time, they are not being uh, snapped up. In other words, the supply is there, but there's not enough demand to um, grab and absorb these properties. There's general fear in the market. People are just talking about the market not doing so well, the the uh, overall confidence as it pertains to real estate is not there. And also, the prices are low. This is uh, the point where real estate investors should start thinking, hey, prices are low, is it going to get any lower? And we never know. We never know what the rock bottom is, but we know we're in a recovery phase. Again, Unemployment is probably one of the greatest indicators here, you know, unemployment being low, however, you start seeing a recovery, you start seeing jobs starting to uh, return, you start seeing employment numbers get better. So that is recovery, that's the recovery phase. The next phase is called the expansion phase. The expansion phase is where you start seeing the job market rebound. There is a pretty strong job market that is just picking up, you know, employees are starting starting to hire. You can look at some of the market economics and it is showing positive gain. And then from a, uh, this is sort of a negative, but from a, um, from an, a distressed real estate standpoint, right? A, a good measure of distressed real estate is REO and foreclosures. And just to give you the definition of the two, REO is defined as real estate owned, or in other words, it's a bank owned property. The bank is actually the seller. The bank has gone through the foreclosure process and the bank is now listing this property up for sale. A foreclosure is a little bit before an REO. A foreclosure is when there still is an owner, but the bank is actually foreclosing on the property. So you see the volume of foreclosures and REO assets, also known as distressed real estate, you start seeing those volume go down. In other words, the expansion phase has Created confidence in the market, the investors are back, and even the general consumers, or what I call the new investors, are back, and they're starting to snap up these properties. So the supply is starting to um, get uh, chewed up by the increasing demand at this phase. Um, At this stage, you start seeing sort of confidence back in the market. People are starting to talk about real estate and prices are on the rise. So it's still a good time, but prices are definitely on the rise. So that is the expansion phase. Now, this is the phase where we start getting a little concerned as real estate investors. It's called the hyper supply hyper supply is when everything is good strong employment num- employment numbers employers are begging for employees it, it's an employee market you know employees are jumping ship their pay scales are high uh, people are taking vacations i mean it's generally a great 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 market supply is less than or equal to demand. In other words, demand is great. Every single property, be it a traditional property, be it distressed real estate, it's getting snapped up. This is the time where your neighbor's house goes up for sale and in two days it's sold and you look at the value that it was sold for and you are just amazed because you know that just three years before this, Your neighbor bought the property for several hundreds of thousands of dollars less and you're sitting there in amazement saying, I can't believe this property just went up in such great value. So that is the uh, hyper supply. Um, I say here, everyone and their grandma is interested in real estate. That's everyone is talking about real estate. Everyone wants to get into real estate. And of course, prices are super, super crazy high. Uh, Unrealistic prices, sometimes not even justified because you can't, draw a correlation between pay scales, between economic conditions and economic indicators, uh, between what's going on locally in that economic region. Are there new businesses moving in? Is there a strong small business uh, initiative? Um, And you can't draw a correlation between the prices. And the um, and the values uh, of the real estate. So that's the hypersupply. The main component here is supply is less than or equal to demand. Um, There's a a term, uh, if you call any real estate agent, called DOM, which is days on market. The days on market metric is literally hours sometimes. Property comes on the market and it doesn't even last a couple of hours. It's just, it's hit, it's off the market. And finally, um, after we talked about the unrealistic prices, we get into what's called a recessionary phase. And that's where the house of cards just collapses. All these unrealistic prices just collapse and the, the um, market is in a uh, recessionary environment. The real estate market is in a recessionary environment. In this phase, suddenly we see supply being greater than demand. There's a lot of properties. Um, including distressed real estate, so the distressed real estate market, REOs, real estate owned, that's bank owned, and foreclosures are on the rise. And uh, companies such as auction.com, they are listing properties, their volumes are super high, you'll see a lot of distressed real estate being listed. Everyone at this phase is running away from real estate, right? Real estate sucks now. Everyone has been burnt. All the part-time real estate investors, the not-so-serious real estate investors that have not watched this video about real estate cycles, they are bailing from the market because they do not understand real estate cycles. So they are bailing from the market. And finally, values are at rock bottom. This is the most important statement values are at rock bottom so if values are at rock bottom if there's one thing i can give you from this segment it is this is the time for real estate investors to be ready this is not a time for me, us to start contemplating trying to assemble our funds we should be ready. The statement, keep your powder dry, means that you have got your finances lined up. You've got your systems lined up. You've got your education as far as what type of real estate you want to buy, as far as uh, how you're going to analyze real estate, as far as getting your financing lined up as far as getting your insurance people lined up. You have all the systems, property management lined up. You have all the systems ready to go. It's a matter of a switch. You see the recessionary um, factors, the economic conditions that indicate a recession. Um, if, if you're looking at it from an economic standpoint, it's two quarters of less than GDP growth. So that's really what defines a, a true recession. But Make sure that you're in that environment. Look at the uh, rock bottom prices. See the foreclosures way up. Look at prices being rock bottom. Uh, Jobs, unemployment is super high. Everyone is running away from the market. When everyone is running away, you go against the grain. And remember folks, Hashtag. How much will I make? Each and every purchase, you should be running a pro forma. You should be doing your analysis to figure out exactly how much you will make. I am a big proponent of knowing the numbers. I'm a big proponent of real estate investors having a full time job. This is my my shtick. My shtick is keep your full time job. Don't eliminate your job and become a full-time real estate investor. Keep your full-time job because if you keep your full-time job, you're going to get that stream of income. If you invest in real estate at the right time, you create a second stream of income. And when the market goes away from recession and it's at hyper supply, you are more than welcome to sell those properties for a significant gain and sit there With your powder dry until we come back into a recession and rebuy the same properties. Folks, I know this was of value to you, and I am always open to discussing real estate. It's my thing. I love to analyze real estate. It's my thing. And I love people. It's my thing. Connect with me and good luck. Keep your powder dry. Look out for recessionary and recovery stages in real estate and purchase cash flowing real estate. Take care.